Krypton is drawing closer, and they've just revealed who the big bad is. So we're going to be talking about Krypton in this episode. Now, joining me in the Wave Rider this week is... Stuart, Rob, and Ross. And I'm Liam. And remember, if you like this episode, please like it and comment on it wherever you find it. We're on social media, and we're on anywhere where podcasts live. So check us out, subscribe, like, comment, let us know what you think. And uh, hey, let's just get on with the show. During the 21st century, comic books conquered the world and murdered everyone's spare time. I have assembled an elite team to hunt comic book stuff down throughout media and to cover their rise to power. Unfortunately, my plan is opposed by general life obligations, meaning instead of daily, we can do this weekly, thanks to something we have sworn our allegiance to, time management. In the future, we ourselves may not be heroes, but if we succeed, we will be remembered as the legends of podcasting. The new Krypton series on sci-fi is getting closer, and as that premiere date's drawing upon us, we're starting to get some more information. They've put some promo information out there, promo pictures, but the most important thing here is they have revealed who the big bad is in the first season of Krypton. It's none other than Brainiac. The Brainiac from the future has come back to destroy Krypton, and he looks awesome. Guys, Stuart, what are you thinking? Uh, I was speechless for work. It's just amazing. I was in awe of when I saw the picture yesterday, and then they released a little promo trailer as well, where you can actually see him. And as you say, they explain that he's actually the Brainiac that's obviously fought Superman a number of times, and now he's come back, I guess, to take that to kill to kill his grandfather, so Superman never exists. I mean, he just looks like it should be in the in the DC uh, EU series movie series. He just looks amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's very, he's very much taken from the little, the, the little promo thing they brought out. Had a little feature at the beginning with Jeff Johns, who I'm a massive fan of. Uh, every single comic book he's pretty much written, I have, and it's the only writer that can actually make me cry in a comic book a couple of times as well. And him and one of my favourite artists, Gary Frank, did an amazing Brainiac Superman story, which is quite famous. And and. I say it's the, the the looks based on that, but I think if Jeff Johns is involved, you know it's going to be a good Brainiac, and I cannot wait. The show I was looking forward to, I now cannot wait for it to begin. So Ross, what were you, what did you think when you saw it? Oh yeah, exactly the same. I oh, I cannot. I mean, I, yeah, I was really looking forward to this show, and then I didn't think when they said oh Brainiac's going to be in it, I thought he might just be like a couple of episodes or same, but I didn't realize he's going to be the big bad throughout the whole season. And he just mm. looks phenomenal, it really does. CGI looks amazing. The design is spot on. I, I just can't His ship, they actually got the whole oh, skull, yeah, skull ship, skull which ship. amazing. I hope we do see the old bottles that he's been collecting for it. Because um, Adam Strange in that little teaser does say he goes around collects the worlds and calls him the world collector, so or collector of worlds. I oh, look, oh yeah, cannot wait, cannot wait. Was it a month ago? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, month yesterday. So. Month yesterday. Not long, and that skull ship looks awesome. Yeah, looks so good. What do you think, Robert? Like I say, I'm trying not to get too hyped these days for things that are coming out, but they're not making it easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the look of the series in general, but just seeing that trailer that was dropped today with Brainiac on it, it looks fantastic. As you guys have already said, you know, you got the the bottle cities, the skull ship. Everything that you want to see from the comics is kind of being brought forward, and I think maybe we have to give credit to um, Zack Snyder's Man of Steel for showing people that Krypton can be a completely alien planet. We can have completely different designs. It doesn't have to just be the crystal you know, forms, uh, yeah, and the ice. 
And then yeah. I think these producers are finally finding a way to sort of go, right, let's get some of this imagery and, that's in the comics and put it on the screen because that's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah definitely. I totally agree because I think even though it's, it, they've said it's not based in the same universe as, as Man of Steel and that, it looks very much like it. And I could totally see this Brainiac going up, up against Henry Cavill. Like, easy. That would be completely fine by me because it looks awesome. Well, it's, it's going to be interesting, your point on that, Stu. Um, obviously, none of the Kryptonians are going to have their powers on yeah, this. Well, yeah, exactly. It's going to be more of an army sort of with weapons and things, isn't it? So, Yeah, see the technology. So that is what's going to be... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how... Um, how how the how the show goes because yeah technically they wouldn't have the superpowers um, being on Krypton but maybe somehow they do at a point or maybe well, being to, on Krypton affects Brainiac in some way that well they, uh, go, well they go to another planet with a yellow sun that's the thing maybe they have to go off world um, so or maybe they found there a has to be some kind from another world or another galaxy. That could be. I mean, in, if you go pinched already, you know, arriving back in the past, so he's going to have to know most of Superman's strengths and weaknesses by this point, so he can tell them about the yeah. the Yellow Sun. Um, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like um, when uh, Jarrell sends um, Superman off towards Earth, he knows that there's a Yellow Sun, and if you go on the the Man of Steel one, he's like, he'll be a god among them. Yeah. You know, so he know they they know they already have that knowledge of the effects of the yellow sun so the only way they're going to have that knowledge is if a Kryptonian has been exposed to the radiation of a yellow sun at a point so um, maybe so they've got you, a, know, that you, you could get a suit that harnesses it so when they wear it they can they can they can use the powers but only when <laughs> the suit has got the energy of the sun but it you know it doesn't last forever it yeah, that makes sense. Sort of I mean, it'd, be, it'd be interesting to see how how, how far on in the season Brainiac shows up, because they obviously now have released Brainiac. I mean, I'm assuming it's not going to be the first episode he shows up. I don't know how long, I haven't read anywhere how long how many episodes are going to be in this season. It's usually like 13 is it for a first season, isn't it? So, people well, actually only have 10, and then they, really, they, they pushed it out on CW40 or something like that. So it could just be a limited series. Yeah, so it'd be interesting whatever it's going to be at the end of the first episode he shows up, and it's going to be the whole series is going to be trying to stop him or we're going to get a bit of introduction to Krypton and you know Superman's grandfather and everyone else first then the sort of Brainiac shows up do you know what I'd like I'd like the first scene of the show to be set in present day and you see uh, maybe a world being destroyed or something and that's when you see Adam go back in time then he arrives back then it starts off with Krypton. Um, it's funny you say that, Ross, because I think the, the image of Brainiac we saw released earlier this week, um, he did look a bit beaten up and damaged. I wonder I wonder if it's going to start with Superman actually beating him to the point of almost defeat, you know, total death in, yeah. in modern-day Earth when he's attacking Earth, and then he's going to go, right, the only way I can defeat Superman is go back in time and stop him from being born mm. Terminator stuff. <laughs> and just, Adam yeah. follows him or something. Or... Yeah. 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 Well, he said he, he, at the end of that trailer, he says he, he's got the cape, hasn't he? He goes... Keep like watch the cape. If it disappears, it means that he's gone. He's like been erased from history, doesn't it? So, oh, what like the pictures in um, Back to the Future? Yeah, can't, yeah, can't, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking that when they said that. I was like, oh, okay. It's gonna lose like the, a bit of the S. Then maybe like bottom half of the cape goes. You know. Well, if he gets uh, rid of the S, then it could be in the Man of Steel um, universe. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. You just you've been waiting to see that for your entire life, haven't you, Ross? Yeah, I just I I've always hated that they never put the S on the cape. 
because especially when you look at the um the death of superman like um i think it's when they put it in the graphic novel or the final mm-hmm. few issues when it was so it was his tattered cape on a pole sticking out the ground after he died yeah. and it has yeah. the s cape uh the s um, symbol on it so you know it's superman but if it doesn't have that on you can never do that image and like tried, you, yeah. you go oh thor died he wears a red cape. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like... they, 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 did, they did it in the animated movie, didn't they? The Doomsday animated movie, and it was just a red yeah. bit of cloth. And it was like, well, that's yeah. Yeah, I, I have to say, it's. I get from sort of like the, the old animated cartoon series, they couldn't do it because they yeah. try to make it basic. But something like Man of Steel, you could have put like a sort of like a dark gold S on the back of it or something. It would have looked yeah. awesome because it's what it's one of those things where it it, it makes him that much more unique in his suit design because he's got it's not just a red cape it's a red cape with his damn logo on the back of it which looks awesome so I've always been a fan of having that yeah yeah I totally agree with you I think the having the S on the cape it, it needs it um, without it it's not Superman's cape it's just a red cape you know um, but I think that Brainiac is going to appear if he's the big bad for the season um, he has to appear by the end of the first episode. Mm. Um, so I think the way this will play out is that you're going to have um, uh, Adam Strange is going to come in within the first act of the first episode and uh, deliver that cape um, to Segel, Superman's grandfather. Yeah. And um, that's what's going to be that, that first episode is going to be that whole encounter. It's going to be about that. And I think it's also going to set up, which I'm pretty sure that the way they're, they're doing this just by the promo images that there's going to be a uh, romance between um, Segel and Lighter Zod. I think the House of El and the House of Zod are going to be a little friendly. Get it on. Uh, so uh, that's certainly the way that it's looking and also by the way that uh, the Krypton Twitter feed on Valentine's Day did some post that suggested that um, that uh, oh, think that that's what it's going to be, but then I think that if you're going to have Adam Strange going to turn up, he's going to explain about the cape and say that this collector of worlds is going to come, and then I think that you'll have and something Seng, Seng won't going him, on. He will just like go, some... nah, he's talking a load of rubbish. Don't believe him. You what? He's saying when he first meets Adam Strange, um, uh, he's just not going to believe him, is he? That's plainly what's going to No, I totally agree, yeah. He's not going to believe him, and then <clears throat> I think the bulk of that episode is going to be focused on uh, that encounter um, with Adam Strange and Segel and it's also going to set up what the relationships and the conflicts are going to be throughout the season with the other characters and I think the end of the episode is probably going to have that shot that we've seen in the trailer of uh, Brainiac's skull ship moving towards Krypton I think we're going to end with that with Brainiac arriving that's my a big portal they, opening up and then it just appearing. <clears throat> yeah, the way episode two, he sort of. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I mean, that's how slow his ship moves, but maybe it'll just be by the second episode, it'll just be floating above above them and then they have to try and work out how to stop it. But it's just, it's yeah. just the fact. But I wasn't even expecting. I thought it was going to be a very much Superman based TV show, but there's not going to be very much of Superman in it. The fact they put like Brainiac as the big bad and he's actually a Brainiac from. Sort of present day, who's been fighting Superman? Yeah. It's not even like Brainiac's like ancestor or something. I mm. think that is just yeah, it's amazing. even better that way because you we did talk yeah. about it before. We're like, oh, is it going to be the AI or will it be the the uh, the alien version? And it's like, yeah. well, well, if, it, if it's the AI, he'll probably be good, 
and he'll like be very loyal to the Kryptonians, and then but we all know that he'll eventually end up as a bad guy, and then yeah, and it's like and then the um if it was the alien one, you might see him, and then he might be a good guy again to start with, and then you you see the evolution of him turning evil, yeah. wanting the knowledge of the universe and collecting all these planets, but like no, now it's the one that we all know and love, and he's pissed off and he's come back like yeah, in, in the most good. darkest way. To kill his grandfather. <laughs> the fourth time we've seen a Brainiac on the TV screen, and I think it's yeah. the first out of all those four that we've got one that's going to be properly villainous. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. definitely. Properly so villainous very... and probably look like Brainiac, yeah. like you know, yeah, yeah, really look like the way he's meant to look. Sorry, yeah. sorry, masters, but uh, we 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 want proper Brainiac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smallville's approach. Well, you know, Smallville was great for when it was, and um, you know they. They did a great job at working into it, but keeping it working within a a smaller TV budget than what TV shows appear to have nowadays, and with technology not being as progressive as it is now, yeah. um, so they wouldn't have been able to afford to have a Brainiac like this one um, back then. But you know, we've had a Brainiac in um, uh, in two, Supergirl. Yeah, two in Supergirl. We had Supergirl playing Brainiac in Supergirl. I thought the Brainiac one in uh, Supergirl was pretty good when I saw that, but then this one has just blown it out of the water. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, massive, yeah. massive. He just, look, just looks so good. So I'm guessing most, it can be mostly CG. Like, well, because well, no, actually the picture looks quite real, but I just can't wait to see yeah. how big he's going to be. What he, like, he just I can't wait. And in fact, like, the, I didn't even realise that Jeff Johns was involved in the show. No, but he no, did no, a no, little no. interview at the beginning, and then you've got that um, the guy who's writing it, Goya, who did The Man of Steel, and I think he did like The Dark Knight and Dark Knight Returns. That's pretty cool. And then, sort of, just a geek point for me was the actor who's playing Sagel was a, a, it's obviously like a ten-second interview with him. Oh yeah, it's like great um, Brainiac and a great comic book that Jeff Johns does. And I, 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 he's obviously a fan. I don't know why, but I always prefer it when an actor who's playing a comic book character is actually a comic book fan. Just it just makes me feel more comfortable with them. Yeah. So no, it's cool, and then that way. Was, yeah. Yeah, you know, you're going to get something that's truer to um, to what to how things are in the comics. Uh, same, and yes, you've got with Jeff Jones being uh, Jeff Jones being involved in it as well. It's also making sure that it's going to stay closer to how it's in the comics, so that we can avoid things like the Superman Lives movie that never happened, which was going to have Brainiac as the bad guy, and yeah. that was Brainiac's head with spider legs. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it did and, end up uh, in World Wild West. That was all right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but you just got to look at Jeff Johns when he came on board, and the first movie that ever came out after he got on board with the DC films is Wonder Woman, and you yeah. know he got the the story and everything perfect with that. So I'm hoping. Well, I'm, well, and he's he quite heavily involved with he the Flash the as war. well, isn't he? He's quite. I, I, was, I want to ask the question to you guys. Okay, bearing in mind Jeff Johns is is obviously helping to produce this. We've got a series set on Krypton. Um, you know. Do you think this is going to open up a backdoor pilot for a Green Lantern TV series? That would be awesome. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so, no. I, I I've just I got a semi. <laughs> X-rated <laughs> podcast. Um, no, well, I mean, it'd be, pretty, it'd be pretty cool if it was, because he's, yes, he's heavily influenced in The Flash, and he brought well, he brought the, the Flash and Green Lantern back, basically, and he's made Ackerman cool. So, you know, he's done a lot for DC. Mm. So I'm, He has. I um, don't... I think that I mean there. I don't think that they'll that we're going to see a Green Lantern TV series. It would be amazing, uh, but 
the special effects that you'd need in order to do that show properly is going to be a lot of money. And you look at all the superhero shows that you have on TV at the moment, which is a lot, but they limit the amount of actual special effects shots. Um, you get them, but you don't get too many. With Green Lantern, I feel like you, you're going to need a lot um, yeah. in order to do it well. You know, so, uh, but who knows? I mean, Krypton looks amazing. You know, it looks like they've certainly spent the money on the special effects, and it's definitely looking cinematic. So, really excited um, for Krypton. As you, uh, you guys were saying earlier on, it's try not to get too hyped up on it, but every time they release more information about this show, it's hard not to get excited about this. This yeah, is looking definitely. great. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I cannot wait. 21st of March, it's going to be a good day. Yes, so 21st of March, Sci-Fi is the premiere episode of Krypton. If you haven't got it marked on your market now. Also, are you excited about this uh, about this TV show? Are you not excited about it? Tell us in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Um, so you find us on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. You can also email us at legendsofpodcasting at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to us anywhere where podcasts live, like uh, iTunes Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And that's it for this episode, so we'll see you next time.